Hello, I'm Jacob Kruger, and this is the Write Your Screenplay podcast. Recently, we've been getting a lot of questions from our listeners, so I'm going to take today's podcast to answer one of the most frequently asked questions. If you have a question for me that you would like answered, feel free to reach out to me on any of our social media. Our Facebook is Jacob Kruger Studio, and our Twitter is at the JK Studio. So if you have questions, please reach out to me there, and I'll try to answer as many of them as I can on this podcast. So the question that we're going to be discussing today is one of the questions that comes up most often, which is, how do you know when you're done? And I thought this was a particularly interesting question to look at, especially in light of the question we were looking at last week as we discussed pitching. So obviously you don't want to be going out trying to sell your script or trying to pitch your script if it's not done. And at the same time, oftentimes as screenwriters, we find ourselves in this endless cycle of not done, not done, not done, not done, not done, not done, rewriting, 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 starting over, starting over, starting over. So how do you know when that cycle needs to end? How do you know when your script is actually done? Well, Well, one of the things you have to understand if you're going to answer this question is that there's a big difference between two words that we often use interchangeably. There's a big difference between finished and done. When you start to understand the difference between finished and done, it will help you make some decisions about your screenwriting. I believe it was Oscar Wilde who first said, great scripts aren't finished, they're abandoned. And what that means is that as much as we would like to believe that someday this darn thing is truly going to be done, the truth is there is almost always more that we can do to a script. There's almost always something further that we could add, something that we could deepen, something that we could layer or nuance. So that means our criteria for actually completing our goals when it comes to screenwriting are actually different from almost any other field that we could be working in. And I think this is true for any art, whether it's painting, novels, poetry, music. In the arts, we don't get the same feeling of completion that an accountant gets or that a salesperson gets or that a burger flipper gets. There's no clear place where it is truly done, where all the criteria have been met. And this means that if we're going to feel successful, if we are going to be successful, and if we're even going to know that we're successful, we need a different way of evaluating ourselves. We need a different type of criteria. We can't just use a checklist because there's always going to be something else added to that checklist. We can't just use a bunch of coverage notes because no matter how brilliant your coverage reader is, and the truth is a lot of them are not brilliant, as soon as you start making changes half of those notes are going to change on you and no longer be valid. We can't merely rely on the advice of others because our work is subjective and some people are going to love it and some people are going to hate it. So what are we supposed to rely on? Well, actually, we need to rely on two separate things that end up working together. We need to rely on our feelings as the writer. And then we need to rely on the feedback that we are receiving from the outside. And this is where that distinction between finished and done becomes so important. So every time you reach the end of a draft, there are two very important questions that you need to ask yourself. Question number one is, am I done? And question number two is, is it finished? 
And these questions are very different because one is about your personal experience as the writer of this project. And the other is about the audience's experience of your script. So before we get to finished, let's start with done. Let's talk about what it means to be done. Because here's the weird thing about screenwriting. You are going to write some really good scripts and you are going to write some really bad scripts. And oftentimes you're going to have absolutely no control over whether they come out beautiful or whether they come out terrible. Now, the truth is any script can become good if you're willing to push on it hard enough. But sometimes as writers, we do take wrong turns. We do get seduced by scripts that are actually not really serving our voice as writers or the questions that are burning for us right now. And similarly, sometimes an idea that feels like it's going to be terrible or external or off in some way actually turns out really brilliant when you start to write it. It actually comes out easy. And there's this challenge that we have because no matter how great your idea or how terrible your idea, you're pretty much guaranteed to have the same experience, which is about halfway through the script, you're going to think your idea sucks. No matter how brilliant your idea was at the beginning, no matter how wonderful it was, somewhere along the line, we're going to think that it sucks. So what a lot of writers end up doing is they get about halfway through script after script after script, or maybe even not halfway through, maybe 30 pages in or 10 pages in script after script after script, and then they abandon that idea. They go, you know what? This is bad. This is never going to come out. Other writers get stuck in a different cycle where they finish draft after draft after draft after draft, and each draft seems to make no improvement on the one before, where the script becomes different, but actually no closer to finish, where it simply becomes a different kind of product. So if we're going to succeed, if we're going to ever be finished or done, we need to avoid both of these traps. And the avoidance of these traps actually begins at the goal setting process. So the first thing you need to know is what are you doing right now as a writer? What is your goal so that you can know when you are done? If you don't know your goal, you will never know if you're done and you will never feel successful if you can't know that you're done. So to go back to the examples that I just gave you, A writer might feel really terrible after starting 10 scripts and abandoning all of them if their goal is to finish a script. However, if your goal is to explore for a while and see what the next thing that grabs you is, starting 10 scripts and abandoning them might be a really brilliant thing to do. It might be a great step in the right direction. If your goal is to experiment and broaden a skill in yourself, Playing around with a bunch of scenes that don't go anywhere might be wonderful. Whereas if your goal is to finish this draft by May 23rd, then that kind of process would be very bad. You wouldn't be done. So done depends on the goal. And that means you need to become an expert at goal setting for yourself so that you can know when you actually achieve done. Which means at the beginning of your writing process, when you start a new project, the very first thing you should do is set a goal. Set a goal not based on anybody else's desire, not based on what anybody else told you to do, not based on what you should do in the history of time. No one has ever actually done what they should do. Don't base it on anything except what you want right now for yourself as a writer. 
Remember that this goal does not have to be about the project because everything you write is actually serving two different parts of you. It's serving the growing writer, right? It's serving your skills, your craft, your art, your voice, the tools that you want to develop as a writer, your writer muscles. And it's also serving the project. So you're always serving these two things at the same time. So the first question you want to ask yourself is, what is my project goal? And then you may want to ask yourself, what is my artistic goal? You don't want to set 12 goals. You want to set one. And this is one of the mistakes people make as they write, but especially it's a mistake that they make as they rewrite. Oftentimes our rewrites turn into endless checklists of endless things that we have to do endlessly. And we go in and we do all the things in our checklist and our script doesn't actually get any better. And we don't feel any closer to finished. Oftentimes we go into a rewrite and we don't even know what we're improving. We don't even know what we're taking to the next level. We don't even know what our goal is. We just know vaguely that we want to make it better. If you're going to be done, you need a specific goal. And a specific goal can be something like this. I want to play around and just explore different characters who speak differently. I want to start a bunch of different stuff and see if there's one that grabs my attention. I want to play around with theme. I want to write something about the theme of love. I have a question that haunts me. I want to write something that explores that question in some way. I want to get stronger at using my images. I want to write a script or a scene where 80% is image and only 20% is dialogue. Or I want to become more comfortable with dialogue. I want to really learn how to let my characters' voices sing. And I'm going to just write, write scenes where characters talk to each other a lot. These are all really specific goals. And they allow us to focus on one thing instead of 20 things. We're going to set an end date for that goal so that we know when we're done. Deadlines are so important. That's actually one of the reasons our ProTrack program always locks students into meeting at the same time on a recurring basis every week or every other week. Because the truth is, if you're going to succeed professionally as a writer, the ability to hit deadlines is actually more important than talent. Almost any producer would rather have a good script on time than a great script late. And that's because a great script late ends up costing that producer potentially millions of dollars and potentially that project. And that's because even a great script late ends up costing that producer. It can cost them millions of dollars when they lose a location. It can cost them their star when the window closes and they no longer can shoot it on time. It can cost them the interest of an investor. It can cost them in a lot of different ways. So if you're going to be successful, you need to start setting deadlines now and you need to know when you'll be done at that deadline. So let's say that you're going to explore dialogue. You might set a goal that you're going to write 100 pages of dialogue by this date. Or you might set a goal that you're going to write 10 10 page scenes just playing around with dialogue in different ways. Or you might set a goal that you're going to finish a whole draft from beginning to end playing around with dialogue over these 10 days. If you're playing around with character, you might say, hey, I met this character. This character came to me in my sleep, in the shower, in my dreams. I met them on the street. I want to take them on a journey. So I'm just going to focus for this draft on taking them on a journey from A to Z that changes them as much as possible. You might choose to structure that along the entire journey that you're going to tell of their story. 
you might say, I'm just going to find seven huge turning points for this character. I'm just going to find seven scenes that feel related in some way, but where the character is making very different kinds of choices. And that will be my first step. And I'm going to get that by this date. And then later, I'm going to start to figure out the structure that ties those things together. If you're playing around with hook, we talked about pitch last week, you might say, hey, what's it like to write from a log line? And you might start off with a concept for a story. So your first goal might be, hey, I'm going to write 50 log lines for 50 different movies. And I'm going to write them by this date. And then I'm going to choose one. And I'm going to take that story to the end, even if it feels like it sucks. Your goal might be, hey, I'm just going to write the crappiest draft, the garbage draft, or what we call here at the studio, the me draft. I'm just going to write the draft that doesn't have to make sense to anyone, but is purely entertaining to me. So the most important thing is knowing when you're done. This is true in rewrites as well. People make such a huge mistake in rewrites, which is trying to do so many things, trying to serve so many priorities at the same time. When the truth is, you're going to get so much more by serving one priority. It's also going to allow you to know when you're done. And it's going to keep you from that very dangerous place called trying to fix your script or trying to make your script good. Both of these things take away from the creativity, the openness that we need to actually do great writing. Instead, it's going to open your mind towards getting really creative by saying, hey, this is the sandbox I'm playing in. I'm going to play in the sandbox of what does my main character want in every scene? And I can do anything I want in this rewrite as long as I know what my character wants in every scene. Or you might play around in the sandbox of image. Hey, I'm just going to look at each image and make it cool in some way, make it exciting for me. You might play in the sandbox of formatting. Hey, I don't care if this gets better or perfect or not, but I'm going to really start to drill those skills of formatting into my body until I have it in my bones. I'm going to really play around with how do I hypnotize my reader and the way I put these images on the draft? Or how do I start to use formatting, not just like grammar, but to control tone? So you understand that there are lots of different kinds of goals. For each rewrite, you only want to set one goal. Another example of a goal, you might say, hey, I really love my main character's journey, but I don't understand yet how that journey ties in with character number two. In a TV show, you might say, hey, I get the A story, but I'm not getting the B story. Or I get the A, B, and the C story, but I don't get the theme that's tying them all together. And what this does is it hyper-focuses your creativity. You can look at each page going, hey, I'm just going to, take this one thing to the next level. I'm just going to improve this one thing. And what's great about that is that you will know when you're done because then you can ask yourself, did I improve that one thing on every page? Or are there some places where I still have crappy images? Are there some places where I don't know what my character wants? You can actually evaluate whether you are done or not. And one of the things that you will find if you hyper-focus yourself in this way is that Even while you're focusing on one thing, that other things often start to fix themselves. That that huge checklist that you had when you started of all the many things that didn't work, that were so demoralizing to you, that when you say, okay, screw all those things, what's the one thing that I want to focus on? What's the one thing that would make everything better? And you do that one thing, oftentimes you get to the end of the draft and you're like, hey, actually that other thing wasn't that important. And of course, this is also true in life. I'm a strong believer that if you want to learn to write a great screenplay, you need to learn to live a great life. And I'm a strong believer that if you want to learn to live a great life, all you have to do is learn to write a great screenplay. 
Because screenplays are about journey. They're about the journey of the writer and the journey of the character. And when you learn to focus on the journey, and when you learn to focus on the one thing that matters instead of the million things that are vying for your attention, when you learn to trust that if you take care of the thing that matters most to you, that the other things will take care of themselves, when you start to do that, both your screenplay and your life will become a hell of a lot more focused. So step number one is, am I done? Did I do the job? Did I complete the thing that I said I was going to complete? Did I write the end? And the end doesn't mean you got to the end of the story. The end means you got to the end of the goal. And my rule for myself is I am never allowed to abandon a project until I type the end. Until I either get to the end of the script or the end of my goal, I cannot let go of that project. Because if I do, I know that I will just bounce from project to project to project to project and that no project will ever feel good enough. Step two is to ask, is it finished? And is it finished is a different kind of question. You now know that you've completed your job. So now you have to start asking yourself questions about the experience the script gives. Before you even think about the audience, you want to ask yourself, is it finished for me? So now you've done the one big thing, either in your first draft or in your rewrite. Sometimes you just start with a writing exercise and the next thing you know, you have a movie. You thought you were just going to play around and you finish and you go, oh my God, it's finished. It's actually a script. And it's actually a script that's doing exactly what I wanted to do. Other times you look at it and you go, no, it's just a bunch of exercises and I really learned a lot and I got a lot better and I love this piece and I love this piece and I love this piece, but it's not finished. It's not a unified whole that's going to work for an audience yet. And it's not even a unified whole that's going to work for me yet. So before you even start to think about them, you want to ask yourself, I'm now done. Is it finished for me? Does it give me the experience that I want as I read it? Not every bit of the experience, but the main experience. If I pitch this story to myself, the thing that made me excited about it, going back to what we talked about last week and what we're going to be talking about if you join our monthly pitch events, which I'll talk more about later at the end of this podcast. If you start to do all that, And you pitch a script to yourself and you go, yes, this script is doing that. It's doing what I pitched. In fact, it's doing even more than I pitched. It's giving a special surprise. It's giving me more than I expected when I sat down to write it. And it's going to give the audience more than they expected when they sat down to experience it. When you feel like that, you now know you're done and it's finished for you. If it's not finished for you, if it doesn't make you happy yet, if it doesn't make you laugh yet, if it doesn't make you cry yet, it is not finished. Let me share a personal story about this. For some time, I've been working on a script. It's a modern day Abraham story. And it's a very beautiful script. It's something that is very close to me, that matters to me a lot. I started to write that script because I was upset. I was upset about terrorism. And I was looking at the Abraham story as the foundation story of terrorism, the story that tells you that even if God wants you to kill your own child, as Abraham is asked to do in the Bible, that you should not question that you should go do it. So I found this as the foundation story of terrorism, and I felt like all three Western religions were tracking back to it. And when I sat down to write the script, when I pitched it to myself, I knew what I was going to do. I was going to make my modern-day Abraham sacrifice his daughter on stage. And there was not going to be an angel that stopped his hand. 
and it was going to be bloody and ugly. And an interesting thing happened when I got to the end of that draft. I wrote that end where he sacrificed her on stage, and no angel stopped his hand. And it was bloody, and it was ugly, and it was horrifying. But I didn't cry. I didn't cry. And so even though I was done, I had completed the goal, the script was not finished. And the way I knew the script was not finished was that the script was not finished for me. If I don't cry, I certainly can't expect somebody else to cry. I had to rewrite that ending about six more times. And what was really cool was that I ended up doing an exercise with the character where I let the character tell me what I was missing. And the thing that she revealed to me that was a huge surprise was, I don't die. And I rewrote the script where she didn't die. And that was when I cried. In fact, I can feel the tears just talking about it. Because that was when I realized the script wasn't just about this story that bothered me, that scared me, that upset me. That the story was in fact about my relationship with God. That this story wasn't about what God wants you to do or what you should think about God. That this script was about my unresolved questions about God. So part of finished, finished means that it gives you that personal experience where it moves you. And if it's not doing that, you're not finished even if you're done. That means you need a rewrite until you are finished. You need to pick the one thing. For me on that script, it was about the ending. I needed to get the ending before I could be done. So I needed to explore And that was my goal, not to rewrite the whole movie, but to explore about 30 different endings for that script. I only needed about six. There are lots of different ways to understand finished, but before you go to them, you got to go to you. Is it finished for you? I also don't think a script is finished unless it gives me something that I didn't expect. What I mean by that is when I started out to write the movie, I thought it was going to do this. If it just does this, I probably am not actually finished because that means I didn't discover anything in the process of writing that I didn't already know when I sat down to write at the beginning. That means I haven't fully gone on my journey as a writer. So I might be done, but it's not finished. I'm trying to take my character on a journey every time I write a script and I'm trying to take myself on a journey. And unless both things have happened, the script is not finished. Oftentimes that means that the thing that you think happens at the end actually happens much earlier in the story so that you can push past where you thought you were going and get to a place that's more exciting, that takes you even further than you expected to go. Once you've done that, the next step is about getting external feedback. But you have to be very careful about where your external feedback comes from and you have to make sure that you're not allowing the multitudes of opinions to blow you about like a ship on a rough ocean. You need to be very specific in the way that you look for and request feedback. So the first thing you need to know about feedback is the purpose. The purpose of feedback can never be to know if your script is good or not. If you make the purpose of feedback to know if your script is good or not, or even worse, if you make the purpose of feedback to know if you are good or not, you are completely screwed from the beginning because now your ego gets involved. Now, instead of being able to look at the script as a thing that you're creating, you start to look at the script as you. And the stakes become too high, too high for you to even hear the feedback often, and certainly too high for you to benefit from it. Instead, each piece of feedback starts to feel like an emotional assault. And because people's feelings about scripts vary so wildly, I'll tell you a story about a student. Those of you who listen to this podcast know that I 
feel like coverage is probably the worst kind of feedback. In fact, I feel like any kind of written feedback is usually doing more harm than good because it pretends that scripts are a fixed thing. But one of my students, Sujay Pandey, had been working on a script for about five years. He had been in our ProTrack program. He had pushed that script so hard. He had worked so hard on that script. And he started sending it out to festivals. And a lot of these festivals will give you feedback with your submission. After his first three festivals had come back, he had three different pieces of coverage. And he called me up and he said, Jake, I don't know what to do. He said the first piece of coverage said that it's got great structure, but the characters aren't working and it's not funny. The second piece said the characters are working and it's funny, but it has no structure. And the third piece said something completely different that had nothing to do with any of those three things. He said, how can all three of these things be true? We actually looked at that coverage. And the thing was that we knew that this script was finished. We had worked on it really hard together. So we looked at all three of those pieces of coverage and we literally could not find one place where these three readers agreed. We then looked at the coverage and said, well, do any of these things hit Sujay emotionally? Do any of these things affect him emotionally? Do any of these things feel like they're just a little too close to home? And the truth is, no, none of these things really had any real resonance. They're, they didn't open up any place where he felt like the script wasn't finished. In fact, he felt pretty confident about the things that he was being criticized for. So I said, you know what, Sujay, why don't you just keep sending it out? And Sujay ended up winning the Canada International Film Festival with that exact script. Which goes to show you that you cannot take anybody's feedback very seriously. So if you can't take feedback seriously, how the hell are you supposed to know if it's actually working? Well, the first thing is, see what happens if you work with a professional. If you know some people in your life who are professional screenwriters, be careful of producers, be careful of managers, be careful of agents. They're often thinking more about, can I sell it, than how does it affect me? But if there is a professional screenwriter in your life, and by professional, I mean someone who has sold scripts, who has worked in this industry, and who is attracted to scripts in the genre that you're writing, then it is certainly worth sitting down with them. But you need to understand that not every screenwriter is a teacher like the people we have here. A lot of screenwriters are very isolated people, and they're not often good at giving feedback. And oftentimes, they don't even understand their own processes. They're very intuitive. So... You need to help that person focus their feedback. If you don't have a screenwriter in your life, then you want to get feedback from a group of people. Do a reading of your script. But be very careful about how you take the feedback. You want that feedback to be moderated. As Neil Gaiman once said, anybody who tells you exactly what's wrong with your story and exactly how to fix it is always wrong. But somebody who gives you their experience of your script, their genuine experience, is always right. So when you are getting feedback from large groups of people, don't ever do written feedback and don't let them even start to talk about fixes. Instead, what you want to do is you want to ask them questions. Ask them questions like this. If you went to see this movie and your friend said, what's it about? What would you tell them? And go around the room and see if a lot of people tell you the same pitch. If you get 12 completely different pitches that are not even related, you know that you might be done and it might be finished for you, but it's not finished for them because they're all getting a different story. Whereas if the pitches all seem related to each other as they talk about what's it about for them, you can then feel safe knowing that you're telling a story that's coming across. Ask them about the main character and what do they want and what gets in the way. If it's hard for them to tell you, your script is not finished. If they can tell you easily, 
then you know it's finished for them in that way. Ask them about their favorite moments. If they have a hard time finding those favorite moments, then that means they don't have favorite moments. That means that you don't have moments in your script that are standing out as important. That means your script isn't finished. Ask them about at what moment did you get hooked? At what moment did you know you wanted to see the end of the script? If that moment isn't on page one to three, you are in trouble. You know your script isn't finished because if somewhere around page one to three, you haven't hooked your audience, the truth is your coverage reader is going to start skimming or your producer is going to set it down. Ask them about who all the characters are. See if they can describe the characters easily and if they all describe those characters in the same way. If they describe them in very different ways or if they disagree about who those characters are, you know that your script isn't finished because everyone's getting a different experience of those characters, not a related one. And finally, as you're listening to all these answers, I notice that none of these answers are about fixing your script. And none of these answers are about, is it good? None of these answers are even about, did they like it? These answers are about, what did they experience? So when you get to the end of all those questions, then you need to ask yourself one more question, which is, do these answers match up with what your experience of the movie was? Are they telling you a story that is the same as what your experience was as you read your own script? If so, it's likely that you're finished. Are they telling you a story that is vastly different from the one that you experienced? If so, you need to ask yourself, well, is that cooler? Is that more what I wanted to say? Or did I miss something? Did they miss something? If they miss something that was important to you, that script is not finished. Once again, we're using feedback from groups. We're using feedback from writers. Actors are also wonderful for this kind of feedback. We're not using them to figure out if they liked it or not because they're always going to tell you they like it or they're always going to pretend that they don't. And those are just two different kinds of people. They're the people who want to make you feel good and want to support you. And they're the people who want to tear you down because they're not exploring their own art. Or the people who want to prove how smart they are to you by showing you how they could have done it better. So when you get feedback from others, when you try to figure out if it's finished for others, that is never about written notes and it's never about fixing it and it's never about is it good or is it bad or am I good or am I bad? It's only about what do they experience? The last way that you may want to consider getting feedback is our program here called ProTrack, which is a professional mentorship program where we pair you one-on-one with a professional writer and you work with that person every week or every other week, 10 pages at a time through your script. And what's beautiful about this process is that our mentors are not only professional writers, but they're also professional teachers. And they're people whose job is not to tell you how to tell their story, but to help you to tell yours, to help you set your goals so that you know what you're trying to accomplish and to push you to grow yourself, not only in relation to the project, but also in relation to who you are as a writer, to help you develop the skills where you're weak and help you build on the ones where you're strong. ProTrack kind of grew as my answer to grad school, where I feel like a lot of writers really don't get what they need. A lot of writers finish grad school and they end up with 300 grand of debt, which makes it very, very hard to be a screenwriter when you got to pay off that debt. But they also spend most of their time in group classes with people who are not necessarily really great teachers. Oftentimes, they're getting more feedback from peers who know no more than they do rather than from professionals. And because of the group setting of most of these classes, it's really hard to get that individualized feedback 
on your own work. And that's why our ProTrack program really focuses on one-on-one mentorship, about the feedback that you need, not the feedback that everyone in the group needs. That if you need to spring the same 10 pages 15 times, you can. If you need to focus on one thing for eight sessions, you can. And one of the beautiful things about ProTrack is that we found a way to do it where you're working sometimes with some of the same teachers that you would have at a top grad school for a very, very affordable price for a tiny fraction of what grad school would cost. And at a pace that allows you to fit it within your real world life so you don't have to quit your job, so that you don't have to totally put your life on hold. So once you know that you are done, and once you know that the script is finished, then you have only one thing left to do, which is you need to start getting your script out there. You need to start submitting to contests. You need to start submitting to agents. You need to start trying to contact managers, producers. You need to start targeting the people. When you are done and your script is finished, it is time to take that step. But what if you're done and the script's not finished? Well, then you have a very important choice to make. Because sometimes the script's not finished, but you truly cannot bear to look at it one more time. And if that's true... As long as you are done, meaning as long as you've done your job, as long as you hit your goal, as long as you've typed the end, even if it's not finished for them, or even if it's not finished for you, if you're done, but the script's not finished, it is safe to put that script aside. If it's a script that really matters to you, it will come back to you. You will find yourself working on it again. But it is okay to put that script aside so long as you start your next project right away. Because if you don't start your next project right away, you're going to be in a lot of trouble. It's going to suddenly be six months and you won't have written anything. Getting started is the hardest part of writing. So if you are done and it's not finished and you don't want to do any more with this right now, go ahead and set it aside and then set your next goal and start your next script. If, on the other hand, it's not finished, but you want to give more to this project, you're still excited about this project you feel something inside you compelling you to get to the end of this project, then what you need to do, and you need to do it right away once again, because this is a new start, is you have to ask yourself, now throw away all the notes that you've gotten, the good notes, the bad notes, every piece of advice you have. What you want to ask yourself is, what matters to me? What do I want to do? If the script is not finished for you, you have to start there. You have to say, what is the one thing that I could do that would make the script more finished for me? Before you ever take care of them, you must take care of yourself as an artist. What is the one thing that I could focus on that would make it better for me? That would make it more of an embodiment of what I want to do? Or that would grow me most as a writer? If, on the other hand, the script is already finished for you and it's just not finished for them, you want to ask yourself, what is the thing that is most standing in the way of their experience? What is the thing that is most getting in the way between the feeling that I experienced when I finished the script and the feeling that they experienced when they read it? What is the one thing that if I could improve this one thing, it would allow them to have an experience closer to the one that I had? And you make that your priority for the rewrite. So that once again, you will know when it is finished and when you are done. I promised you all that I would talk about our Fix Your Pitch event. So this is a really cool event we just started and we're going to be doing it every month here at the studio and online. So you can actually dial in and it's free from anywhere in the world. 
what we're going to do is we're going to start April 21st and then we'll repeat each month on a Friday. And what we're going to do is we're going to start with a short seminar with me or with another teacher here at the studio where we teach you a lesson about pitching. And then we're going to give you a time where we open it up both to our online students and our New York City students to practice pitching their scripts with me or with the teacher here who is teaching that class that month. So you will then practice your pitch and get live direct feedback to make your pitch better and also feedback for the group about what we can all learn from the pitches that we've heard. Finally, for our students here in New York City, we'll have a meet and greet section of the evening where you get to meet our community and connect with other writers like you and to practice your pitch so you get better at talking to people about your storytelling in a fun, low stakes environment. So I hope you can all join for that. You can find out more information at writeyourscreenplay.com slash fix your pitch. And if you'd like to learn more about any of our events, our classes in New York City or online, our ProTrack program, you can find all of that on our website, writeyourscreenplay.com. I hope that you enjoyed this podcast. Again, we make this podcast available totally free and with no outside advertising. So if it was helpful for you, please do share it with your friends, subscribe to us on iTunes, and write us a review. It really does make a big difference. You can also get a complete transcript of this podcast on our website, writeyourscreenplay.com. And if you'd like to study with me in New York City, online, on one of our international retreats, or one-on-one as part of our ProTrack mentorship program, you can learn more on our website. That's writeyourscreenplay.com. Mm-hmm.